On today's episode, we are talking all about zinc. Today, we cover the signs of zinc deficiency. We also cover some of the ranges that you can look at on lab work if you have to identify if you are potentially zinc deficient, as well as a zinc taste test, which is going to be in the show notes for you, and some of our favorite food sources and products, supplements that you can take if you do find that you are zinc deficient. Let's dive in. Live your life within the moment, moment, and don't go wait until the morning, morning, you never know when it is over, over, all that And we're back. Happy Wednesday, everyone. You're just back from Florida. Am I, or is it the week after? Mm -hmm. This is the 15th. No, so it's two weeks. I don't know. We're recording before I go to Florida. I actually realized when I was like getting ready the other day because I was trying on some outfits for like the conference in Florida. (laughs) Y'all, I am so freaking pasty. It is really gross and it makes me sad. And I am going to go get a spray tan hopefully tomorrow. If the world aligns for me, I can go before I pick up the kids. Um, I'm telling you, man, I don't go anywhere but my bathroom. You got to get the mitt. I have, but you know what I started to realize? So I have a- I need to order my mitt. Taylor's been running around with my mitt and hitting Carson. Your mitten? <laughs> my like mitt your, that I do this, the, the, oh, you the do, okay. tanner, self-tanner. Um, so I think that it might be going bad. I think the like self-tanner liquid mm-hmm. because it's like, so I think I might've left the cap open and now it's turning green oh, instead yeah. of brown. So I think I need to buy a new one. <laughs> what if you showed up? Well, the thing is it's finally gone now, but like you can see residual on my hand cause oh. I did my face and oh. it doesn't look horrible when I put it on, but my hands had like marks. Oh yeah. Like it looked like I was wearing brown marker oh. on my hands. So I use the mitt and then I wash my hands after I'm all done. I, if I'm putting it on just my face, I'll do it a little bit of lotion and like one or two drops and it's usually fine. Oh. It was not fine this past time. So that's why I'm nervous to use the liquid because I need to order more of it because mm-hmm. that's what I usually do is I'll do the self tanner with like at home. So I need to order more of it, but I think I'm going to go to a place called eternal tan mm-hmm. and get a spray tan. Give you all those chemicals. Just get me, put them <laughs> on my body. So I do not look like a pale ghost when I'm trying to wear shorts in yeah. Miami. Oh my gosh. So it's so funny because, uh, so you have this trip to Miami yeah. and then we have our trip in May. Plus we have a photo shoot coming up. Yep. And so Becca went shopping this past weekend. I went shopping this past weekend. I gotta say, Marcus, my little guy, we ended up with a $20 Paw Patrol toy, but it was fine. He was <laughs> awesome trooper. Oh yeah. An hour and a half at Target. Like he wanted to stay in the fitting room. Mom, 10 more minutes. Sweet. I'm going to keep trying these clothes on, you know? But um, yeah, <clears throat> I was feeling the same way, like super pasty. Yes. And then I did the self tanner. It's like an instant confidence boost. Yes. Absolutely. And I like feel like I lose five pounds right oh, away. Oh, of course. I'm like, oh, look, I have these little lines on my, my hip bones. Dude. My shopping experience was not that. I texted Liz. I literally, so if we went to Dick's Sporting Goods on wet, um, Saturday with the kids because Carson needed shin guards, which by the way, he hates. Mm-hmm. He's like, these hurt. I'm like, awesome. Um, so Nick also wanted to get like his golf clubs regripped, and it's right next to an old Navy. And then there's a Nordstrom rack, like two stores down. So I was like, can you please, please, please just bear with me and let me try and grab some stuff. And he was like, all right. And so I, I, at Old Navy, I grabbed like three things to try on. And I go in the fitting room and Nick has both the kids. And 
I come out. He's like, you were in there for like three hours. I was like, Nick, it was like maybe seven minutes. I really need to try stuff on to see if it fits and looks okay. Um, and then we went to Nordstrom Rack and I literally felt like I was just sprinting around the store, grabbing different things. I didn't try anything on. I was like, maybe this will work. Maybe this will work because I, the entire time I just heard my children screaming and Nick like being like, Taylor, no, Taylor, no, Taylor, no, no, put it down. You can't. And so I was like, I need to get out of here. <laughs> so it was a not as enjoyable shopping experience. <laughs> oh my gosh. But because you cannot wear anything like flowy or like it needs to be form fitting. It needs to give you shape. It's tough. Yeah. So. And I'm just going to say that the clothes in store suck. I don't. I don't know who's designing clothes these days, but I am not a fan of this grunge comeback and like 90s look. I do not need a silk dress, okay? Silk dresses look good on no one. I don't need crop top everything, all right? Some of us have had children. Some of us are trying to be modest, like bell bottoms, like with my thighs and my hips. I don't need bell bottoms. Baggy jeans. Mm -mm. Baggy jeans do not look good on people that are over 110 pounds. I was going to say they look good on my 14 year old niece. Yeah. She can pull them off. Yeah. Yeah. It's know. just, I'm really struggling with the clothes in today's bodysuit, everything. <laughs> I mean, I can, I can, get, I can get down with a bodysuit here and there, but like everything does not need to be a bodysuit. I just think they're uncomfortable. They are. Like, I don't want that stuff in my crotch. No, I do not. So it's just, know. I'm really struggling with the clothes today. I'm really excited though. I did find some good stuff on Express. I might need to go on Express. And I did order my paper bag shorts, high-waisted shorts coming from Target since they didn't have them in store. So I'm excited to see those. But yeah. yeah. Anyways, shopping these days. It's just like hard to be a female, you know? It's it like, is. I was to- telling Nick that on the way home from like sh- shopping. I was like, I just feel fat right now. He was like, okay. <laughs> he does not know how to <laughs> handle me sometimes. <laughs> What evidence do you have that proves that the statement is true? That's what I would say. Oh, I was like leading into my period. I think I was just having like a, you know, holding on to some little, little bit of water retention and I was feeling super pale. So it's fine. I'm fine. But yeah, he just like, he doesn't know how to respond to things like that. Like I remember a while back I was like wearing, um, I was wearing like pajamas. I was wearing like a sweatshirt and sweatpants and he's like, you look comfy. I was like, don't say that. That's not a nice thing to say. Art just tells me I look like a college student. He's like, oh, you got your college student gear on again. I'm like, listen. Uh, Yeah, so like Friday or Saturday after I did my self-tanner, you know, so it's like the whole thing. So I did like a treatment to my hair. He's like, what have you been doing upstairs? I'm like, oh, I did a treatment to my hair to brighten my blondes. (laughs) Then I decided that I was pale. So I just basically had like a little hour, like long spa session. It's wonderful. But then you got to put on the baggy clothes because I don't want it like anything oh, yeah. tight. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep. Anyways, let's talk about zinc. Yes. I'm really excited about today's podcast. And I think the hard thing, the one thing I will disclaim is that this can start to make you feel like a lot of things. Like we've done a podcast on parasites. We've done podcasts on like different things and it can make you start to see like, that's all me. I, maybe zinc's the answer. Zinc is probably part of the answer. So mm-hmm. let me, let's just disclaim that. And also, if you are new to our podcast, I hope you enjoyed our banter. I am I am Becca. You almost I am said with I'm Liz. Liz. I almost did say I'm Liz. Um, I we have very different voices, so it's easy to tell us apart. Um, 
I'm Becca. I'm with Liz. We are functional practitioners, and we basically talk all things health, nutrition, functional health, hormones, gut, stress, all of the things that impact your health and your weight and feeling amazing. And we do a few different types of podcasts on the show. Today is Wednesday. Wednesday, we often do either interviews or education. And so we like to teach. We like to let you know what to look for in terms of symptoms, in terms of figuring out and understanding your body better. Fridays are always fiery motivation. And Mondays are kind of whatever we feel like. Usually, you know, sometimes they're mindset, sometimes they're life updates from us, sometimes they are more education. So if you tune in and you like what you hear, please rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. That is how we grow. That is how we reach more listeners. That is how we get really cool people on the podcast. And that is what keeps us doing what we love to do, which is talk. Yeah. (laughs) And I would say if you have any requests, things that you would like us to cover, don't forget that you can do that in the show notes. There is a link to submit your questions or podcast requests. Info at fitmomlife.com backslash ask. Yep. So, you know, we are here to help you improve your life. And if you find this content valuable, you know, the best thing that you can do, and it's an honor for us, um, Mm -hmm. for you to share the show with a friend, your barista at Starbucks, somebody who needs to hear this, um, any of the episodes, because we put a lot of time and effort and energy into this. And it's not just a passion project, right? We want to make sure that we are making, you know, an impact in the world. So, I agree with Becca. Sometimes you hear things, you're like, oh, wow, that's going to be the answer to my problems. Um, And I think that zinc is a very, very common problem um, for a lot of people, especially throughout the world, because it does contribute and comes kind of hand in hand with some of, you know, the unwanted health problems. And so we're going to talk today about some symptoms of zinc deficiency. If you're not familiar with zinc, zinc is a foundational mineral. Um, It is essential to human and animal growth. And it's an essential, it plays an essential, essential role in the development of our hormones and immune molecules. We see zinc deficiency very common with people who have a lot of GI issues as well. Mm-hmm. It can be indicating you know, low stomach acid, which is called hypochlorhydria. We typically see that come hand in hand with H. pylori, a lot of inflammation in the gut, imbalances in the gut. So we're going to talk today too about some things that you can look at if you've had your lab work done, <clears throat> like a complete metabolic panel. There's some indicators of zinc deficiency on there. But first, we're going to talk about symptoms and then food sources that you can, you know, incorporate. Because even though sometimes with, you know, protocols, there are definitely, you know, supplements in place temporarily, therapeutically for a short period of time to help heal. We want to do a lot through food. And I think it's where people go wrong. They try to out supplement things, starve themselves, fast, do whatever, and they're not focusing on truly changing their dietary intake to be robust in terms of nutrients. And by that, I mean diversity, a lot of colors, a lot of fiber, fruits, and vegetables. Um, So let's get into this. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So experts predict that almost 2 billion people, which is about 25% of the world's population are deficient in zinc. And it's typically thought to be inadequate consumption. So like you just aren't getting enough from your diet. Um, But there is a lot of other things that impact. So 
typically the most common reasons, like Liz was saying, we often see it with GI. Um, so when people have poor gut health, uh, they are not absorbing things, stomach acid issues, very common. Um, medication usage, so acid blockers, PPIs, are least favorite thing ever. Um, antibiotic use, an- uh, NSAIDs, so any anti-inflammatories, Tylenol, Advil, stuff like that. Poor diet and blood sugar imbalance will affect this. Chronic stress, you, we talk about this all the time. When you are chronically stressed, you are burning through magne- I'm sorry, minerals and nutrients and vitamins faster. So that is why it is so important to eat enough when you are dealing with chronic stress. And to be totally honest, there is no one in the world today that probably doesn't, other than our children, hopefully, that don't deal with chronic stress to an extent. Like it is just, we don't see it anymore on testing. It's just, it, it isn't out there. And it's, everyone has some variation of like adrenal dysfunction basically because of all the things that we encounter. Um, high toxin exposure as well. So all of these things, you know, when we have poor blood sugar signaling that, um, you know, high sugars, high carb intake, you are unable to adequately absorb zinc. Um, individuals with leaky gut, obviously, you are not absorbing things very well, zinc deficiencies, the phytic acids and um, things that we encounter like glyphosate, all of that in our grains and legumes can adversely affect zinc levels. Um, and like I mentioned, NSAIDs deplete zinc levels in the body as well. So let's cover some signs. What does it look like? Yes. So first and foremost, you're sick all the time. You have lowered immunity. You constantly feel like you're battling something. Um, This can also come hand in hand with certain types of cancer, specifically breast cancer or prostate cancer. You are losing hair, so unusual hair loss. Um, Maybe you're starting to see thinning hair or patches of hair kind of falling out in clumps. Poor memory. Slow thinking processes. So you're looking and trying to remember a word or short-term, you know, kind of memory forgetfulness. Sinus problems and allergies. So here's where we would look at you're constantly stuffy or draining or having that post-nasal drip. Skin rashes and eczema. Zinc is very highly correlated with skin conditions. And this is primarily because, again, what happens in the gut and the gut-skin connection. (coughs) Loss of appetite, insomnia, trouble sleeping, not waking up feeling rested, spots on your fingernails. So like those little white spots um, on Mm -hmm. your fingernails can also be calcium deposits too. Loss of, loss of sex drive and loss of taste or smell. Um, you might also be struggling with infertility. So zinc is definitely a pretty important mineral um, you know, to the body. Obviously, it is not ever just one thing. Mm-hmm. Infertility is not just a zinc deficiency. No, no, right? absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, zinc just has so many different functions. And I think this is the hard thing that we don't think about on a deeper level when we think about what we eat in terms of food. Like we just think about, oh, what sounds good? We don't think about what does my body need to do all of the functions that are necessary on a day-to-day basis for me to feel good and for my body to function properly. Like little tangent here, but I was actually listening to something this morning on methylation, which is a variation of liver detox. And they were talking about methyl is essentially kind of like a fuse in fuse boxes. And your body has millions of functions in the matter of a second that happen that require methyl. And just like that is so unfathomable to think about all of the things that our body requires and does in a split second to keep you alive, to keep you thinking, to keep you functioning, to keep everything going properly. Like no wonder we we have a lot of these issues, right? Because we are just thinking, again, 
what sounds good. I'm too busy to eat. I'm just going to eat off my kid's plate at night. Like you're not getting your body the right foods, the right intake, the right calories to do the things it needs to do. And zinc has so many functions and it plays in so many functions like inflammation. It helps decrease inflammation. It helps suppress abnormal suppress abnormal tissue growth. So think things like fibroids, cysts, cancer. It boosts immune function. It supports progesterone function, which is essential for balancing estrogen. It also helps in terms of inhibiting aromatization. So this is another thing that impacts hormones because when you have high body fat levels, your fat cells actually start to create estrogen through aromatization. Zinc helps inhibit that process so your body can keep hormone balance better. It reduces the risk and development of many cancers. It supports certain genetics which protect against breast and prostate cancer. It inhibits angiogenesis. It stimulates apoptosis. Like there are so many things that it will impact. And when we're deficient, now look at the list of things that we now struggle with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And one of the things that we've talked about before in the stomach acid episodes is you need zinc to create stomach acid, but you need stomach acid to absorb zinc, right? So these are very interconnected and this is often why it's not just supplementing with zinc because you got to be able to absorb it. So one of the favorite products that I love um, is called Zinc Supreme by Designs for Health and it's got the cofactors to help you absorb zinc um, in terms of some of the B vitamins and so forth. So it's really important. Um, you can do a zinc taste test. We can put that in the caption uh, or in the show notes for you, zinc taste test. You can grab um, like a liquid zinc. Again, we use typically like Designs for Health or Thorn or one of those. Um, and you you taste this. You hold it in your mouth mm -hmm. and you see, do I taste anything? Uh, and if you don't, you it are zinc deficient. should be a metallic taste. Mm -hmm. And yep. so if you have that, you probably also have low stomach acid. You probably are also dealing with other symptoms, you know, and mm -hmm. we like when you do supplement, um, like a zinc picolinate is great. Um, zinc lysinate is also another one. So we can put uh, links to Fullscript in the show notes. We've talked about Fullscript before, but we... We don't have a lot of companies that we trust with, with uh, products. So when you are getting it, you want to make sure that it's actual, you know, good quality of supplements that you're getting. Uh, so we use our full script and anyone can have access to our full script, which is discounted, really good quality supplements. So, yeah. And you can also get it through food. So mm -hmm. let's talk about that. Um, there's definitely some foods that are high in zinc. So poultry, grass-fed dairy, cashews, oysters, if you like oysters, Watermelon seeds. I don't know anybody that's eating watermelon well, seeds. But if you eat watermelon and you eat the seeds with it, yeah, you know. I'm always buying the seedless ones. Maybe I should buy the seeds. <laughs> Anyways, um, almonds, spinach, asparagus, red meat, pumpkin seeds, salmon, and co cacao or um, dark chocolate um, cocoa. So all of those would be great sources for you to look to. But we also want to touch on the relationship between copper and zinc. So zinc and copper compete against one another as antagonists. And so in order for them to properly regulate our physiological pathways in our body, we need to maintain the proper balance between these two trace minerals, right? To maintain our health. So if you are somebody who has, you know, a concern with this, you can also ask your doctors to run your plasma um, blood work uh, for zinc and serum copper levels. 
And here you want to see an ideal ratio of one to 1.2, meaning that you should have equal or slightly higher levels of zinc than you have serum copper. We've seen this a lot actually in terms of anemia, copper toxicity, copper is circulating the body. It's becoming toxic because it's not able to get into the cells. So we want to make sure that we're looking at this as well and kind of considering uh, copper when we are looking at zinc, you know, on a lab test. One other one that you can do is look at alkaline phosphatate. If you have just, again, your complete uh, metabolic panel here, um, we want to look at alkaline phosphatate and the functional range um, is 70 to 100. The laboratory ranges, you're going to see 25 to 120 or 125. Every lab's a little bit different, but we really want to see your functional um, alkaline phosphatate towards you know the upper end here, 70 mm -hmm. to 100, because this is not just a sign of zinc deficiency. It also would tell us if there's a need for vitamin C or magnesium deficiency, low protein diet. Again, thinking about this from a hypochalidria, low stomach acid standpoint, you may be eating a lot of protein, but are you properly breaking it down and getting the absorption of the amino acids? With hypochalidria, you're typically not. B12 deficiency, excess vitamin D supplementation, um, and estrogen use uh, as well. So those are some things, like if you have your labs, you can, you know, of course, look at that or you could ask your doctor, hey, can you check my zinc levels? Um, can you check my copper levels? Uh, and kind of look at that as well. Yeah. So if you are going to take zinc, typically we recommend like 30 to 40 milligrams daily. Um, it can become a problem if you're taking lar larger than 100 milligrams a day. And you always want to take zinc with food. Zinc can make you really sick. I have a personal experience of me having a brain fart and I was not feeling well and I woke up and I was like, oh, I got to take zinc and vitamin D and vitamin C and get like my little, my knack, get my little, you know, sick, sick protocol in place. And I took it without eating anything. And I drove to Liz's house and I threw up because I was so sick. Um, it was a very poor decision and just reminded me why we, we remind our clients do not take it on an empty stomach. Um, so like we mentioned, it can be chelate, um, like lysinate chelate or picolinate are both good forms of zinc. But yeah, 30 to 40 milligrams a day. Sometimes if you're sick, like an acute sickness, like a cold, something like that, sometimes we'll do 30 milligrams twice a day for mm -hmm. three to five days um, just to give the body some extra support. But that's usually the dosage that you start with. Um, but yeah, you can obviously, like we said, get it from a lot of different foods if you are having good absorption. So like if you're dealing with a lot of digestive stuff, again, we recommend working on the digestion that is probably playing a role in why you're dealing with some of the symptoms that might be attributed by zinc or could be other things as well. Um, so if this spoke to you, if it was something that you were like, I have a lot of those symptoms, zinc is a very safe thing to take. It is something that obviously you should be getting from foods, but if you're not, you can supplement with. Um, it's in some of the products we utilize with clients as well, but it's a great, great thing to help support you, your health. Maybe it will be a game changer for you. Maybe your answer will be zinc, but <laughs> if it's not something that totally solves all the issues for you, make sure that you reach out, make sure you find the help that you need to help manage a lot of the symptoms you're dealing with. 